started. Nice. I've played that game for years and years on console. Yeah. It's I. I mean, the, the, the series of games is fantastic. The Elder Scrolls Online, I haven't gotten super into it. I play Stardew Valley. It's very cute. It's like a farm simulator, which sounds dumb, but it's not. You're dumb. I know about and Stardew then, Valley. It's real popular. Yeah, I've heard of Isn't it. Isn't it? Yeah, it's so fun. And then uh, Lords of Waterdeep. I play with a group of people. Oh, including Larry, which makes sense because it's nerdy as balls. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking. I like talking about video games. <sighs> well, I like talking we? about video games Brian? too. Yeah, sometime I'm going to join your stream if you're playing something not boring. What? I'm always playing something not boring. <laughs> Wasn't one of them like a, a car racing game? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm in Rocket League. I guess Rocket League could be boring to watch, yeah. I streamed Jedi Fallen Order for a couple hours the other day. Um, and did I share with you my Let's Play that I did with Daniel? Or if you did, I didn't. Look, I didn't see it. Look at it. <laughs> Daniel and I, I did a um, sort of cooperative let's play of Faster Than Light on. Uh, we were on Discord, and it's a single player mm -hmm. game, but we were just like playing and talking. Friendship. You gotta love friendship. I'll share it in here. Do it. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Okay. Are we ready to start then? Is that what I'm hearing? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, Brian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can hear me. Everything's good. I can hear you. Yes. And great. You sound good. You can okay. hear me. And I yes, can hear I can Aaron. hear you. And you sound can great. You can hear Aaron. If Aaron speaks, I I speak. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, we're good. 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 Okay. Well, hello out there, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Here's What I Was Thinking About While You Were Talking. Here's what I was thinking about while you're talking. The show where one person talks while the other two pretend to listen and then reveal what they were thinking about. I'm Brian, and I'm joined in the studio, as always, by Aaron and Sabrina, my co-hosts. Say hello. Hey. Hi. Just to clarify, we're not in Brian's studio. We're, we're in, in our studio. The metaphorical studio. By ourselves. Yes. Yes. That's also Being a in literal, a studio is still illegal. Like, internet phone <laughs> call. Yeah. Yes, which you can probably tell. We apologize. Yes. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think it. I don't think it. I don't think we have anything to apologize for. Well, we'll see after this episode when people are um, wanting to write in about how we do need to apologize. Yeah. If you think we should hey, apologize, but then we'll actually get some listeners. Can't wait for the half. If yeah. you think we should apologize, let us know. Please let us know. And what should we each apologize for specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. And then we'll and focus on Brian. Yeah. Yeah. They usually do, I think. Focus I think so. on me. Focus <laughs> sure, sure, sure. by Ariana Grande. What's this, pod what's this uh, podcast about, Brian? 
What's this podcast about? I already said that. We talk about random stuff and oh. uh, pretend to oh, listen I really, to each I literally, other. I literally was not listening to you, I guess. Yeah. That sucks. What well, were you thinking about while I was sorry. talking? Thinking about... I don't know. Probably... She know. was thinking about writing in and complaining about Brian. I, <laughs> I think so. Probably, yeah. All right, fair. Well, we're just staring at you. Staring at your video, Brian. Yeah, that's fair. Such a good picture. So handsome. Your hair looks good. Thank you. It's getting a bit long and unruly. I'm going to need to cut it. Cause it's just It's all up in my eyes now. Mm, yeah, you, you got know. bangs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bangs, I've got them, and I'm going first today. All right. Bang that topic at How's us. How's that? Yeah. Great, great segue. Yes. Bang us with your topic, well, as I to- I'm about to bang you, Brian. Um, as I told you both before we started recording, I had a crappy week. And so when I have a crappy week, I sometimes will just mindlessly surf the web for interesting stories or like weird Wikipedia stuff or just anything to like distract myself. Yeah. Um, I don't meditate. Um, I don't read as much as I should. So what I do is I surf the web. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Sure does. So one thing that I stumbled upon was just an interesting article that was just kind of a happy ending story um, and kind of a wild story. And I just wanted to share it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Please, so please this do. story takes place 86 miles off the shore of Florida. Of course, it's Florida. Okay. Um, there was a man, a Florida man, <laughs> a 62-year-old Stuart B. Sounds like a made-up name. B-E-E, like the bumblebee. Cute. I am very cute. He got himself in a not-cute predicament. He was on a cargo ship. Sounds like a loan, because they don't mention anyone else in the story. Um... And he was sleeping, and the cargo ship sank. Uh, never good. A container ship, I should say. I don't know if they're different. Why um, was he sleeping on it? Well, so it was going a long way, and he fell asleep, you know, as you do, because you got to sleep if it's like a, you know, multiple days long journey. And he's like okay. the operator of the cargo ship, oh, and then he, he fell asleep. There. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did not make that clear. He's like a, I don't even know his title, but he's like a container ship man, you know. Um, pretty big boat. It was 32 feet long. Um, and they were 86 miles from the coast of Port Canaveral in Florida. I thought it was Cape okay. Canaveral. This says port. Oh, maybe well, there's, there's a port, port. Um, at the Cape. Oh, okay. The Cape and a port. They are they be. close by? I don't know. Cape I'm just making port. it up. But Cape and a port. Um, well, it sinks and he did like have things, obviously like rescue equipment that could, um, you know, help him, but he said it was sinking and he couldn't get to it. And he even tried like swimming downwards three times in order to rescue this, like, like a GPS equipment in order to like up his chance of survival, but he could not retrieve it. So he is legit stranded. Um, clinging to like a tiny portion of this 32 foot boat. And I don't know if that means like it sank and then like there's a tip of it hanging out and he was on that or if it like broke apart. I assume that like things would float out or like break apart, right? If a whole ship sank. I don't know. I saw Titanic. 
Yeah, but this is just 32 feet. That's like, that's just like, you know, if yeah. some dudes laying end to end, that's not, that's not huge. That's true. I guess I did say it was huge, but I guess compared to like a dinghy, like a, like a personal boat. Like it's a lot for one guy to kind of take care of, if you ask me. Like, why did he not have a friend? It, yeah. You know. But, so, he was stranded for a total of three days, lost at sea, just floating Jesus. around. Wow. But, very surprisingly, um, he was rescued by the Coast Guard, and the Coast Guard said that he had a one in a hundred million chance of surviving this incident, and he survived. It's because of, like, the state of, like, equipment and food and water he had, or... I think, like, so I think he had, it didn't say he had, like, access to anything. I think he literally just survived just by floating. Mm-hmm. Like, it must have been, maybe he wasn't out for very long, right? 86 miles isn't that far for, like, a boat to travel. I mean, it's it's far if you're stranded out there. But yeah. I'm thinking, like, he was good. Like, he had just slept. Maybe he ate din-din. And then mm-hmm. he just somehow lasted three days. I know some things he did. He said he... He saw a container ship, like, in the distance at one point, but he couldn't tell which way it was going, like, coming or going, because he didn't have his glasses, which, like, made me sad. Because, like, what if you were standing without your glasses? How would you read? (laughs) Like, how awful of, like, a random thing to, like, put on that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He said he took off his shirt and, like, was waving it at the ship um, and trying to get its attention and whatnot. Um. But yeah, the Coast Guard guy said, this is the first time I've seen anything like that in my 27 years of doing this. This is a truly extraordinary case. So I just thought that was neat. He did it. He did it. Good job, Stuart. Good job, Stuart. You didn't get eaten by an alligator. You didn't go to jail. You just survived a shipwreck. You fucking did it. Good story to tell. Florida man. Florida Florida man man survives. This is the best Florida man. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like really Ryan. buff? No, he was like a regular old looking dude, like a like a dad, like dad bod, dad looking dad guy. Bod. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So regular, mm-hmm. everyday, regular, normal guy. Yep. Is that the song? Is that the song? <laughs> I'm just a yep. regular, everyday, Maybe? normal guy. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh. Regular, everyday, normal guy. Nice work, dude. What's his so name? So my question. Uh, Stuart B. Oh, you mean the Coast Guard? B. That's right. I forgot his last name. Stuart B. It's all good. You have a headache. That happens. <laughs> but the uh, the Coast Guard, the commanding officer of the Coast Guard, who um, who said he had never witnessed this, his name is Mark Vlon with a V. Weird. Stuart B. L O N. V L A U N Vlon. Hard name. Vlon? Weird name. That's a strange name. Yeah. Vlon. Never heard that name. Vlon. Yeah. Hmm. So Brian, yeah. I want to know: Do you think you could last three days clinging to a to a ship piece? Clinging to a ship piece? Um, mm-hmm. As long as I didn't have to do anything, probably. <laughs> that is also I think you have nothing to do. Like, not doing stuff. I mean, yeah. However long it would take me to like starve to death or whatever, that's how long I would last. Whichever comes first. Isn't that like a week? Starving or dehydrated. But water is like a, a three days or something. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. so. I, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to 
pass with flying colors, but if I just had to like cling there. You're not going to like get rescued and then go do some push-ups and like run a mile and save a cat from a tree? No, but I might still be alive when I'm rescued. Yeah. But if I have to like mm-hmm. complete tasks to survive, then probably not. Like if what I had to somehow thought. construct shelter <laughs> for not, myself on the raft, probably not. Probably not. If you hey, had to like tread answer, water. I like yeah. I couldn't tread water for three days. No way. That's a lot. I, would get I tired. was saying the same thing. So this must have been, yeah, I would get very tired. I would get tired after th- three minutes. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Do you think you could last, Sabrina, three days? I don't know. I mean, I hope I don't find <laughs> out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't either. Would I die? I don't <laughs> I don't know. I would get really sunburned probably. Yeah. That, mm. that that's the part that always like when you, you read about everything. people who are lost at sea and floating and just getting so sunburned. So sunburned? I guess at some point you probably even get so used true. to it, which seems crazy, but I'm like that would be so horrible. I went to Florida once and it was like, there were just all these older ladies like with leather skin, like out in their bikinis by the pool. Yeah. Uh, That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Florida stuff. (laughs) I'm not into the leather, leather skin on a leather person. (laughs) You're only supposed to make skin into leather after. You you will be. (laughs) After the being has done. Will be. I will be. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. You know, taste change. You'll mature. Yeah. I prefer faux mm-hmm. leather. Yeah. Vegan leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe some of those ladies like really went hard on the on the uh, you know, the tanning oil. Yeah. And it's all fake tan. Wow. All fake. <laughs> It's just like a, it's like a full, like Weta workshop makeup job. Yeah, maybe so. Full body. I mean, yeah. spray tans are very popular. Very. Um, Aaron, do you popular. think you'd survive? Oh, I actually didn't think about this weirdly. Hmm. You know what? No, didn't see that coming. I think I agree. No, it's weird. I did not see that coming. It's one of those days. <laughs> Uh, not very sharp today. Um, <laughs> I I think so, not to be, like, cocky. I would say that I think I do have a lot of willpower, but I do agree that I think it would depend on some things. I think I could do the tasks, the survival tasks, but even treading water? Well, that sucks. I'm also very small. Maybe I could get up on something if there was some, like, floating debris. I think that would play in my favor. Yeah. I'm not a very strong swimmer, um, and I get tired easily, but I think so. I'm going to say yes. I mean, I think if you have something that floats that you can cling to, that is a huge, di- huge difference maker. And yeah. As long as you get rescued before you have to, like, figure out a way to feed or n- nourish yourself in any way, then... Say feed like you're a vampire. <laughs> it's more doable. And also, I mean, it depends on the but water again, as well. Like, if it's stormy seas, you're probably going down. Oh, that's you know? true. Very good point. And I, now I realize that man, the the whatever man, the the rescue man, said it was 
just so unlikely that he would survive. So actually, maybe I'm maybe I wouldn't survive to be honest. But I like to think I would try. Yeah, I would like to see Go for Mark's, like two days. I would like to see Mark's work, <laughs> how he came to that yeah. mm-hmm. number. Yeah, that's a he was specific. You're right. I think if <laughs> I had so to right. like float in a backyard pool for three days, I could probably do it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> You know, I, I know a guy who's getting a PhD in stat. Maybe I'll ask him about it. Yeah, do it. Or if any of our listeners <laughs> are listening and have thoughts. <laughs> also are getting a PhD in statistics. Also are getting, yeah. If you know the likelihood of surviving at sea for three days. Uh, uh, 86 miles off the coast of Florida. Yeah, let us know. Do some mm-hmm. maths. Send let us know. A, send us the maths. Show you're working. Show you're working mm-hmm. out. Show your work. Is that how they, did they it, say that in Australia? Yeah, something like that. Show your working, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Workings? Who knows? Know. They don't know how to speak. Who knows? I don't know. They don't know how to speak good old American English, those idiots. It's so true. Imagine. Anyway. Anyway. Who's next? I, I'm going to go next. Thank you, like, Aaron, it looks for like that Sabrina. uplifting... Yeah. 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 Um, today I'm going to tell you about this cake that I discovered. Um, it is a cake that they sell at Marks and Spencer in the UK. It was introduced in 1990, and it's called Colin the Caterpillar. What? Is <laughs> a named cake? It is a it is a very special cake. Yeah. Um. More than 7 million of these Colin the Caterpillar cakes have been sold since 1990. Wow. Um, it's a it's a roll cake, like a Bouche de Noël, uh, chocolate sponge roll cake filled with chocolate buttercream and covered in a milk chocolate shell with chocolate-coated milk, chocolate beans. It says beans on Wikipedia, but it's like Smarties, basically, like choc- like M&M's. It's like, a, uh, it's for, like a ding-dong or whatever, right? But like, like a full-size cake. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's got these, like, Smarties on it, and then it's got a face that looks like a caterpillar that's made out of white chocolate. Wow. Yeah, Ding Dong's not the swirly one, right, that has a swirl in the center, is it? Uh, I don't know. I get all, I'm really bad at discerning between all of the Hostess cakes. Could be a Ding Dong, a Ho-Ho, yeah. whichever one is the chocolate crust with the chocolate cake and the, like... If someone could write in and tell us which one's a Ding chocolate Dong, filling. Ho-Ho. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a Ho-Ho, Brian. You think that's a Ho-Ho? <laughs> Yeah, for show show. It's funny to be talking I, about this yeah. cake because it smells like chocolate in this room. I think like Robert was eating something. Ah. So it's like mm. a weird sensory experience I'm having. 4D, 4D <laughs> podcasting over there. Um, yeah. How much does amazing, this cake, cake cost? It's like 10 to 15 pounds for the cake. Oh, wow. Like British pounds. Um, British pounds. Not how like much does the cake pounds weigh? Pounds of cake. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, it does say uh, that each year, 8.4 tons of sugar coating are used each year for the decorative spots alone. Wow. Isn't that weird? Do they ship wow. internationally? Well, like, why do I care about that specific statistic? Who knows? Um, here are some other fun facts. It takes 38 people to assemble each cake from start to finish. And um, it comes in all these different versions. There's the original, Colin. Mm -hmm. There's Connie the Caterpillar, (laughs) who has a pink bow. Wow. Yeah. So heteronormative. Um, 
They launched Wedding Cakes in 2017. Uh, uh, on this one, the Colin the Groom Cake, uh, the the molded chocolate face has a top hat and a bow, a bow tie. And the bridal version named Connie the Bride features a lace veil confetti and a flower posy. Oh, the, the wedding ones cost 10 to 15 so the regular ones, I think, cost less. Interesting. And these are ordered online? Or? Um, I don't, it's like a grocery store slash, I think it's kind of like a Fred Meyer. Yeah. Marks and Spencer. But do they, so, do they ship? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they ship. Um, they really don't seem that special. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a, it's just like a grocery store roll cake. Um, yeah. Do but you... they came out with this article, um, on the Guardian because it's the 30th anniversary this year. And it's got like all this history about it. Um, yeah, what's this, the uh, what's the history like? What made it famous? Like, what made it so popular? Do you know? Does it? Yeah. Say? Well, so this guy, I think the guy who created it is this guy Gerhard. I don't know how to say his last name. J e n n e. I don't know if that's like Jen or it's like Jenny. Um, Jenna? But he created it in 1990, and um. He was, like, in the 1990s. The British cake scene um, wasn't much to write home about. Like, there weren't a bunch of cake shops like there are these days. And he said that when he was trying to sell his patisserie goods, um, he had to, like, also serve sausage rolls and stuff so people would even come in. Because British people love sausage rolls. Um, and uh, then they started doing... Um, like um, custom cakes for the high end customers. He said like at the time, most people are doing novelty cakes at home, but then they were started doing these like fancy custom cakes. Um, and then people would order them in shapes, animals, trains, cars, and things like that. And then um, uh, he says that a big part of it was that it was easy to slice. Apparently this is really big for British people that they need a easy to slice cake. Because it's just like interesting, straight down, yeah. Because British slice, people done, don't done. know how to slice or something. Um, They're not good at slicing. Yeah, like one like lump is one slice. Wow. Um, and then, funny enough, it says on the Wikipedia page that they think that some of the success is due to the ongoing popularity of the Very Hungry Caterpillar, the Eric Carle book. And the fact that uh, a, best, a best-selling cookbook by Jane Asher, was, which was published the same year as the cake launch, also featured a recipe for a caterpillar birthday cake. Isn't that weird? Interesting. That I feel like that explains it, because I was going to ask you, I was not thinking Hungry Caterpillar, but now that I'm, I'm looking at all these pictures of different caterpillar cakes, and I was going to guess instead of Hungry Caterpillar, it was maybe Alice in Wonderland themed, because, I mean... It does have that I can't look at this and not bit. think of yeah. that stoned caterpillar. Yeah. When did Bugs Life come out? Like after the, that, I guess. Well, well after yeah. the 90s. Ooh, I'm going to guess 2004. And if I'm right, what do I win? Mm, we will um, give you a round of applause. I think it was before 2004. A Bugs Life 1998. Wow. Um, so yeah, far off. Did you see this? Asda releases its own version of Colin the Caterpillar. Yeah. So they have this really funny, Colossal this really clad. funny list of like what they call copycat or pillar cakes, uh -huh, um, uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. 
And it's like it's like all of them. So Sainsbury launched Wiggles the Caterpillar. Asda has Bonnie and Clyde. Tesco's got Curly. Morrison's got Morris. And the co-op's got the Curious Caterpillar Cake. People fucking love Caterpillar Cakes in England. Um, there's a funny no. quote also that says that they experimented with other like similarly shaped animals. They also they considered can- other elongated animals, snakes, crocodiles, and fish before settling on a caterpillar. How the fuck would a fish elongated. work? As does colossal I guess you just like, stick like a molded like fin on the end of it or something. This one, what, Brian? This it's one dead. feeds up to 24 people and costs 12 pounds. Yeah, they have like a giant version of it for, My you know, God. like office parties and such. And um, there's a funny... So I'm on the MS website, the Marks and Spencer one. This one's 45 pounds. It's giant and um, it feeds, what's it say? Feeds up to 40 people or something. Is that what it says? Um, anyway, um, the personalized messages are cracking me up because it's like, it says, it's just like a blob of like molding chocolate next to the cake that says, sorry, you are leaving Chris. <laughs> Saw that too. What it's is just that? like like a, a weird. It's such a weird like. Sorry, you are leaving, vibe. Chris. And they like capitalize each office word. party is that for Chris. Office party for Chris. Chris. Or is it? Like, I mean, I get it. It's just you're... like not a phrasing that we would use here. Is ever. it for someone who's breaking yeah. up with Chris? We would be and... like, "We'll miss you!" Exclamation point, or like, "Good luck!" Yeah, we'll miss you. We is, say, is the sorry, normal. you are I mean, leaving, Chris. No punctuation. It's English people. English yeah. people. They stuff like that. Did you see? Sorry, you leaving, Chris. Did you see these other examples? That say, um, well done on your exams, Alex, and happy 21st birthday, Natalie. Yeah. Those are good. Those I'm are like, normal. Everyone. But yeah, you're getting a call, the, you're getting funny, a call in like, the Caterpillar. Like a, at, it looks like a, chi- like a child's birthday cake, but like everyone yeah. is into them. They're just like this one gets one. cultural phenomenon. There's a yes, list here um, that has a list of celebrities that enjoy calling the Caterpillar cakes. Dame Judi Dench, Taylor Swift, Liam Gallagher, David Beckham. Taylor Wood. She's having oh, a English boyfriend. That, oh, this just says that they like order custom cakes from the same guy. So maybe they don't order mm. Colin. They order fancy ones. I bet they order Colin. Yeah, Sabrina, maybe. do you know of this reminds me a ton of because like I don't I don't see a lot of roll cakes. Yeah. The only other roll cake besides this new cake that you've brought to my attention, the Colin. Caterpillar cake is this cake that one of my family members made when I was growing up. Um, I think it was Christmas, and it was so fucking good. Here's a picture of it. It's a pumpkin roll. Oh, yum. So so basically, it's sort of like, well, it's basically just pumpkin cake made with, like, the Libby's pumpkin, you know, that you'd make pumpkin pie with. Mm-hmm. And then it's cream cheese frosting, and it's very moist, and then you, like, dust it with powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. That looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had a bouche de Noël, which is like that, but chocolate, I think. And then it, they make it look like a log on the outside. Probably very similar. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Prop, yeah, that's that's like the only roll cake that probably you would see in grocery stores here, I think. Probably. Probably. Okay. Well, I'm going to go get one of these as soon as I can go to go to England again. It, it's so funny, and, and it says here um, in the article that, like, usually the, the birthday girl or boy gets the face, which is, like, molded white chocolate. 
Um, I mean, I would definitely want the face um, if it were my birthday. Feels weird. The butt. It has. Um, Give it me wasn't, the butt. It, it used to not have feet, but now it has these funny little feet, also made of molded chocolate. Antennae, right? Um, it's yeah. It's Antennae? like. Yeah, now it's like part of the molded face, but it's not a separate. Oh no, it is. I'm looking at a picture Sometimes of 1991 that's got like, it's part of the chocolate shell. Chocolate rain, remember that? Uh, yes, I stream is on day. Yeah, this one on the MNS website has it as part of the face, the molded face. Wow, molded face. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was cute, and I think it's so funny that they have like a cake with a special name. It is cute, and it looks delicious, and I want some. Yeah. Two, Sabrina. Yeah. Happy fourth birthday. I want it now. <laughs> Love it. Thanks cool. for sharing. Now I'm going to, that's like fascinating to me. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's weird that it's it's so specific. It's so weird. It's, it's yeah, so childlike, yet yeah, it's like a like you said, cultural phenomenon that's fascinating. And it's truly. just a it's just a cake. It's not like it was a character from a TV show that was made into a cake. No, it's a it's just the cake. It's just the cake that is its own character now. Yes. Not a superhero. It's not a princess. It's a fucking caterpillar. Yeah. And it's not even like a mascot like the like Tony the Tiger, right? It's like It's just, it's just a cake, cake that has a name. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything like that? I think if we thought hard enough, maybe we could find something, but... I'm not sure I can think of anything. I can't, yeah. There's a big article on whalesonline.co.uk that they have a Christmas version of it. Just launched. I saw I saw one thing that was a special Halloween version of it, where he had fangs. Yeah. Count Colin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's craziness. Yeah. But it's also amazing. I wonder if there's like a wedding hashtag, like married with Colin or something. <laughs> Has anyone tried to marry the cake? Uh, unclear. That sounds like a Florida man type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Florida man might do worse things. Um, there's a taste made video of someone making their own homemade Colin the Caterpillar. Oh, seems like it. Maybe we should make one next year when we can see each other. We could try that. It feels a little bit sacrilegious to make your own version of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have, I I don't know how to mold white chocolate into a shape of a caterpillar. If Tom's listening, Tom, I'm going to make this for you for your next birthday. Okay. Tom said, okay. Great. 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 All right. All right. Was it my turn now? I think it's your turn. Okay. Well, yawn off to a good start. <laughs> I'm you sleepy. can tell it's going to be good. I'm sleepy and my eyes hurt from looking at computer screens. I want to stop that. looking at computer screens, but here I am looking at a computer screen. Um, I pulled a real errand today, and I have a subreddit for you. Yay! Do you know about awful taste but great execution, also known as ATBGE? 
No, but I love the idea, and I'm already like picturing things. What are you picturing? I can't picture anything. What are you picturing? I pictured Anne? like the time that my uh, roommate in college, my senior year. Shout out to Matt. Um, he was very poor. I mean, most of us were, but he was like super poor, and he would stick um, uncooked spaghetti through hot dogs that were like cut up. And then boil the spaghetti in water. And, like, even though that's gross and, like, probably wasn't that tasty, uh, it looked fucking cool. I think I've seen pictures of that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. That doesn't sound (laughs) amazingly delicious. Um, No, but how cool. Yeah. Well executed. Well executed. Funny, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so awful taste but great execution is uh, self-described on Reddit as for everything that displays quality craftsmanship in the least elegant way possible. Awesome. All things gaudy, tacky, overdone, and otherwise tasteless. Work done so well, you won't know whether to love it or hate it. And I came across this this when my friend Rachel shared with me a cheese keyboard. It is a keyboard where all the keys look like blocks of cheese or like little, little blocks of cheese with, you know, like Swiss style cheese with little holes in them. Cute. Um, Actually a keyboard. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's like a real keyboard. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm okay. sure I'm, it's plastic. I'm on the website now. But... I'm looking at it. Yes. They all look like blocks of cheese on like a black yeah. base. So that was the whole what thing should be yellow in my opinion. That was what, Rachel shared with us in a group chat, and I'm now sharing with you. Um, But I went through the Awful Taste But Great Execution subreddit looking for some other stuff to see what what other kind of... Oh, yeah, tattoos. I can see a lot of tattoos. There's a lot lot of tattoos, and there's a lot of penis stuff. Hmm. Um, And there's, there's tattoos that include penises. Oh, I see. Not just like tattoos and then separately penis stuff. Well, there's no, there's both. There's there's definitely both. <laughs> um, yeah, there was there's one tattoo I saw that was um, it was like a nun sucking a penis mm-hmm. in front of a burning church. Okay, um, and it was like really, it was a like tattoo. truly artistic. It was like a really. Yeah, really well executed tattoo. Um, But yeah, so some of the other things I've got here, uh, someone has shared a picture of someone's nails painted with little penises with flowers sprouting out of them. I wonder if that was from Finger Bang in Portland. Maybe, who knows? There's not a lot of good, there's not a lot of sourcing here. Not a lot of credit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Which is really a shame because look at these artisans. Yeah, there's some good there's some good craftsmanship on display. But yeah, there's a lot of bad tattoos that are done well, and there's a lot of um, like cars that are bad but like painted well, or like someone has combined two different cars so it looks terrible, but like they've done a good job so it actually looks like one car. Um, some weird stuff. Yeah. And then there's, uh, um, 
Yeah, so there's a lot of penis stuff, like the penis on the fingernails. Here's like a piece of home decor that's just a penis with legs. Um, don't really... Just like for your side table? Yeah. Just like for taxidermy your side table. Taxidermy stripper mice. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. the taxidermy stripper mice are great. <laughs> um, another penis thing I saw was a, a gun with a someone like machined a silencer that looks like a dick and balls on the end of the gun. How come I, I haven't gotten any penis stuff yet? I got to go farther back. Penis, I, I have a lot of fashion, but no penis stuff yet. Hmm. Well, there's maybe you're just not good at, maybe you're not lucky like I am. Yeah. Maybe your search history is all about penises. Hmm? Maybe. Hmm? I don't think Reddit takes that into account. log in or something. Yeah, I don't have an account. I'm getting on a denim. Yeah, I have an account. there is denim. My stuff. name's Big Earn. Did you see the denim chair? Yeah, the denim. Yes, chair I did. Great. Yeah, so the the office chair, which is like, it actually it looks pretty nice. I I don't know if this actually is awful taste. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but the like back of the I mean, chair looks like a, it's awful. A, I mean, a jean butt with pockets and stuff. Is it is a good taste? I mean, the front of it looks good. It like it's still functional. I don't know the back. It just looks like the back of jeans. It's not horrendous like some of the other stuff, but yeah. I mean, Here, here's a sweater with two uh, frogs boning. Oh, looks like something you know your grandma would make. Yeah, yeah. Love uh, it. Did you see the motorcycle? This is great, Brian. Did you see the denim motorcycle helmet? I did. There's a lot of denim, denim on my page. Yeah. Denim. I mean, denim. Maybe denim stuff is just bad taste regardless. Yeah, it doesn't belong yeah, on it kind of is. decor. Did you yeah, see it's not, it's not upholstery. Yeah. Did, mm -hmm. did you see the Jeff Goldblum shower curtain? Mm-hmm. I did. That one's just silly because, like, that's just, like, a novelty item to me. But, like, what is it? It's not... It's not good craftsmanship either. It's just printing on a shower curtain. But it's not from, like, a specific yeah. movie or anything. Yeah, there is some stuff that's not necessarily good craftsmanship. Is it, is it supposed to be Jurassic Park? I didn't even think about it. But it's a monkey. like. The, oh, you're right. How, how stupid. Did you see the Van Gogh necklace? Mm-mm. Um, this is pretty decent. I think this one fits pretty well. It's oh, um, Here's a denim penis. There we go. There you go. <laughs> denim penis. It's, it's a necklace that is, it's an incomplete circle. And then on one end is Van Gogh's head. And on the other end is his ear, and they're separated by, like, an inch or so. So it just, like, and it's, like, a solid metal thing, so they stay that far apart, and there's just a gap. Mm. And it's just for the art lover. Yeah. Brian, I'll tell you. Um, so I scrolled back up a great amount to look at the, at the Jeff Goldblum shower curtain again. I do agree this is not great craftsmanship, but I must correct you. I believe this Jeff Goldblum reference, even though it doesn't, it's it's all over the place because in the background looks like a jungle. So it makes me think Jurassic Park. But he is an older man and is dressed very like high fashion. He has like a pink scarf and his glasses and his hair slicked back. That just makes me think regular Jeff Goldblum, like his person, not a character. But then there's a giant monkey next to him. And that is the same type of monkey that um, gets exploded and experimented on in The Fly. Starring Jeff Goldblum, hmm. so I think it might be a The Fly. But he was really young. When he was in that. He was younger than in that movie than he is yes. in that picture. He was so young, so that's why I say it doesn't make sense. But that might be the monkey, because that monkey, the monkey looked like that. 
and he put him in a machine and the monkey exploded and died. It was really sad. Jesus. And then I want to get your take. I want to get your take on this one thing here. It's the 1910 Brook Swan car. It's a car where the front, like the front hood is a big swan with a neck coming up and a big swan head. And I feel like I see it. I feel like it might be actually good taste. Good taste. Is it actually from 1910? Yeah, I'm assuming. I mean, good taste is like a, that's a bold statement for this car, but like it fits 1910, like it's fanciful, it's old, it's ornate. It's obviously a fancy person. It feels like a car you would drive around like a Alice in Wonderland, like um, ride, like one of those amusement park rides where you're in like a car that goes through just like a little bunch of scenes, but you're on a track and it's like not super exciting because it's for younger kids and it's not supposed to scare you or anything it's just supposed to be like a fun ride so you're into that i mean i think it's i think it's not like it's not i don't look at it and be like wow that's horribly ugly you know yeah it's kind of just no it's not ugly i mean a lot of these things aren't ugly they're just like they don't go with your stuff they're just a terrible idea go with your stuff Go with your stuff. Should we see what the top... Love it. Thank you, Brian. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's the top thing? I was looking at the top thing of all time, and it was a Jaeger bomb costume where it's someone with, like, a a suicide bomber vest, but it's, like, cans of Red Bull and Jaeger bottles to be the explosives. Oh. Oh, a bomb. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I get it. The second top one of all time is a woman who's got her suitcase that has her face printed on it huge. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> also, not not like a craftsmanship thing, just a printing thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Awful taste, but great execution. A-T-B-G-E. If you're looking for some horrible stuff... To look at there is some horrible stuff there and also some thanks. medium stuff and also lots thanks for of the horrible stuff brian tattoos and penises you're welcome aaron are you subscribing to it looking at it it's good stuff beautiful place on the internet i love the internet man yeah the internet what can't it do you know Internet, have you seen it yet? Is that, is that the internet tagline? Yeah, that's our yeah. question for internet. the readers. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. Um, Brian, yeah. What's, your, what's your question for everyone? Um, just like, what's the place you go on the internet for random shit when you um, want to just kind of like have a laugh or, you know? Sabrina, what's yours? Um, can you think of something that we have that is like a call on the caterpillar in that it's not a character elsewhere. It's only a character in cake form or sim- or 
other you foods know, would be allowed. Other foods, maybe, or is there like a weird stuffed animal we have that's only in stuffed animal form? Anyway, let me know if you think of anything and, like that. And by we, we mean you listening in the country you're in. So you don't sure, necessarily yeah. have to be American. Yeah, we already know about the UK. So yeah, if, if you're in the if UK, from don't UK, bother. Shut the up. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't hear from me up. Don't you dare tell us about Colin the Caterpillar again. Don't tell us again. Don't we do it. We already know. We know about Colin. We know about Connie. We know. <laughs> we know. We know about So Clyde. my question isn't going to be if you can survive because, you know, what? I decided it's, it's the odds are against all of us. So my question for you, the listeners, is going to be if you were stranded on a desert island, which our friend Stuart B. did not uh, find, but if you were on a on a desert island, deserted island, what is that phrase? It's deserted. An island with nobody on it. Um, desert I want to know. Yeah, desert, but is that what the phrase is? I think so. Could be. That's, that that's my really second weird. question. Either one works. You want to know what is the yeah, phrase? Yeah, that's my first question. Please correct my language, this idiom, or this phrase. Um, but really, what I want to know is, if you were stranded, tell me one person you would bring with you that you know personally and why, and then tell me two material items you would bring that are real. So don't give me like a magic lamp that you rub to give you infinite material things. That's stupid. Give me two real items and a person you'd bring along with you to survive or just to entertain you. That's my answer. I mean, my question. Yeah. And if you give us a stupid answer, we just won't read it out. Read out. Oh, we will. Oh, We're desperate. Fine. We'll read out stupid answers too. <laughs> Whatever you yeah. got. We want it. All right, yeah, so if you'd like to answer any of those questions or let us know anything else that you were thinking about while we were talking, please let us know. You can um, do that by sending an email to whileyouwertalkingpod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at whileyouwertalkingpod, or you can send us a voice message through our Anchor FM profile, and there should be a link to message us, voice message us in the episode description. As always, thank you to Rob Henson for our theme music. And thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. And now over to Aaron for today's hot take. Christmas trees aren't worth the effort. You got to cut it, maybe. You got to pick it up. It's heavy. Is pine needles everywhere. You got to put it on your car and you got to bring it home. There's still pine needles everywhere. Then you got to water it. You got to secure it with the thing, the contraption that people are always like giving away or wanting. And uh, then you got to like dispose of it. And it's just too much. And it's not worth it. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. Sir, yeah. bitch. Sir. Bitch, sir. Sir, bitch. Bitch, sir, get out. Please, sir, bitch, <laughs> right now. That's what I would say.